Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of New Tales Be Told. I think it's episode number 28. Yes. And this week, we have a very fun episode of Age of Ultron. I mean, see, Age of Ultron, what if? <laughs> Might as well have been. <laughs> yeah, right? Um, we got, uh, the name fits better than Right? It's just not going to use the same name from the movie. Now, we got a couple things. A good look at uh, Overwatch's, Overwatch 2 little skirmish that um the professionals did for overwatch and then some comic talk i believe but, it was um the gladiators versus the washington justice yeah and the gladiators versus washington <clears throat> justice for the overwatch 2 so yeah which starting very off fun, two very fun teams to do it yeah two teams that love that would love to experiment and do different true things. this is true um but yeah we could go into that first uh yeah it looks pretty cool 5v5 overwatch 2 is 5v5 now Yes. Um, um, I don't know. Totally different. Totally different. Um, missing a tank, which is hard to like figure out when when you're a player because you you were currently playing the game with two tanks. It's like you can't really picture how it would be with one tank. As two tank mains sitting right here. Yeah. That whose favorite thing was to duo. Yeah, I know. No more Zarya Ryan or Winston Diva, Arissa Sigma. It's all gone. I think I don't. I'm not too sure how I feel about it so far. Watching it, it felt too running to run into each other's face and fight. At least from what we've seen, there was no strategy to what they did. They just fought. Yeah, I mean, especially with the game mode, the game mode they gave us was the new game mode push. Yeah. Having that robot guy that they pretty much across across the map, they have to they push either way. I'm assuming as long as an as someone from the enemy team isn't on pretty much the point. Yeah. Um, it gets pushed in the opposite direction. No. Um. So the way it right works is that is how it works? You go up to it, you basically cap it, and then okay. it pushes until like the king other of the team. hill, but yeah. movement, but yeah. the hill moves. And then the other team has to go near it too to recap it and get it to move the other way. Gotcha. So let's say you cap the point and it's moving forward. I never touch that. Even if you're not near it, it's going to keep moving. Okay. And okay. Pushing forward, at least from what it looked like. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Hope they give the big yeah. robot guy some skins. Looks awesome. His name is Two. Two. Yeah, yes. so you got to give Two some skins. <laughs> um, But yeah, I see what you mean. It was very... Team deathmatchy. You know what's funny? You can almost say it's... It's almost, almost, almost say it's very similar to Apex in that way. Where you can work as a team, play as a team, dominate, or you guys, or during a fight, you guys could be running around all over the place. I mean, yeah, <laughs> like... <laughs> but I would have liked, though I do like the diversity in what they did, I would have, and from what it seems like, they still played competitively Yeah. during this. They wanted to really get all aspects of the game, and that's one of the biggest things, especially to pros, is how is it going to work at a competitive level? Now, my biggest problem is watching it. It was literally just brawls. Mm -hmm. it, it's basically they took Overwatch 1, took one team comp, and made it the entire game. Yeah, because they even made, we even saw the different the different tanks being used to show that they can all brawl. Ryan was yes. in there, which is and the obvious brawler. We saw Zarya. We saw D.Va. We yes. saw 
And then that was it. We actually didn't see Sigma. We didn't see no, Winston. I don't think he wasn't there. I don't think he was allowed um, to be played. We saw Risa for a little, I think. I think we saw Risa for I a quick moment. I think it was like moment. break one person went yeah. into one life, died, and switched. Yeah. <laughs> they probably noticed the changes weren't drastic, so they were like, I'm going to play someone else. It's virtually the same thing. My thing is, in the in Overwatch 1, team fights worked in stages. You had the yeah. poke stage, the rotation stage, and then you had the fight. Mm-hmm. But so far from what I've seen, seems in this game, it's just the fight. Yeah, you guys there's are kind no of playing back and process, forth. There's no strategy to it. You just go out, you brawl. Whoever has the better mechanics wins. And I'm not mean. a big fan of that. Cause Whereas the the first one is a lot of plays. We're yes, going to start up for this. And like Laria this. And that whole Laria. aspect of the game is what made Overwatch unique. Mm-hmm. It's not like all these other FPS games where you just gunfight each other. No, there was strategy to it. There was teamwork to it. There was a lot more. And for this, all we saw were combos. Nano Blade, yeah. Nano um, freaking um, Beyblade. And it was just like, ah. You saw a fucking um, Sombra EMP with Rhine Shatter. Yeah. But it, and it, just, it just felt like chaos. It felt like it was just people running around, shooting things. It felt like Call of Duty. Yeah. Like I was watching a Call of Duty match, but with different styled people. Yeah. Instead of everyone looking like regular military soldiers, everyone had their own unique style. But it's still, I don't know how I feel. I do like that they are bringing the whole idea of taking characters and just making different versions of them. I felt like in the first one, they were trying to make characters too unique and it kind of fucked everything up. Yeah. Like, the fact that they're making Sombra just another Tracer, where you can choose either one. Yeah, I but like this the, the, both their kits can have their pros and cons. Yep. So like it's Genji, like... Sombra, Tracer, they're all the assassins going to the mm-hmm. back line, kill the back line. They all do the same thing. But they're all different enough where they feel like you're playing a different character. It's not, yeah. it's not like you're literally taking the same kit and just slapping it on mm-hmm. another look. Which, speaking of Sombra, we got a few, um, a few character changes. Sombra being one of... One of the main ones, her hack, um, she hacks quicker, but it lasts for a shorter amount of time. And on top of that, it even applies a 50% damage, like damage increase, like damage done to the hack target. Yeah. Which is, I don't know, I felt like she was broken before. It's like, if you can't run and you get hacked by her, you're, you're, you're dead. You're like, you're really. I was thinking the same thing, but then I, I started to sit there. And actually process what I was watching, what they were doing. Sombras got outplayed a lot. The Sombras were getting outplayed a lot. The biggest thing for them was actually their EMP. Mm-hmm. That was a total game changer for them. Yeah, because of the whole team. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. That's another change. So on top of that's just her ability. That one target takes 50% more damage. For her ultimate, just saying this for the people you know, yeah. that may be listening and don't know. Um, same thing as before. She just like it's an area of, of hack. But now everybody caught in the hack takes 50% damage, now, which is insane. Let me reiter- uh, like, explain that a little more. The 50% damage taken is only for Sombra. So for her ultimate, that's it's the I'm same gr- thing. So for her ultimate, only she applies the 50% yes. more damage to everyone. Yes. Mm. So that 50% damage boost does not go for her teammates. She's the only one. At least that's what I was reading and that's what I was hearing from when they went talking about it. She's Yeah, because that's, that's yeah, they, they were talking about it during. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's what they said that's too. That's what I remember the hearing from them. 
that she is the only one that takes advantage of that. She is no longer a support in the DPS slot. She is a DPS character, and she's like Tracer. Her abilities are for herself, not for her team. Obviously, the hack does help her team, but it being only one second isn't mm-hmm. significant enough, only for some momentary things like a Ryan Chatter. Things yeah. like that. Yeah, you catch him mid. Yeah, like literally the, the moment she hacks that Ryan, you slam. Bam. It's like, it's cool. Yeah. And... Um, yeah, like and then we got uh, Reinhardt. Though I Rein- do think they should have just made her support because we need more support characters. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Reinhardt, another big change. Two fire strikes, which is crazy. I mean, it c- considering considering whenever you had a a, a map window, yeah, <laughs> throw a fire was, strike in there. That's what I was wondering. <laughs> I don't know. That I don't know. I didn't look into the stats, right? I haven't we looked have into, to the look into the stats. But to and then on top of the two fire strikes, he even has power steering. He can even can steer himself on his charge and cancel his charge, which is something I think every Ryan main, every Ryan main has wanted that charge cancel. Yeah, definitely. Like it's it's so annoying because a lot of it. It's funny because yes, you can you can um grab people in your charge. And especially if they're squishy, you can take them out with that one charge. But it can also, it's also very useful for just travel for such a slow character to get back into the fight and to, to you know, help their team out. Especially if they're the first one dead and now their team's brawling out and trying to survive without the Reinhardt. It gives that Reinhardt the, time, the capability to, you know, to get there and get back into the fight. Yeah. One thing that was that they mentioned, the the um commentators mentioned when I one like while it was happening, was picks mean something now, which yeah. I do enjoy, because in the old game you can kill half the team, and then the other the other half wind yeah. up still clutching. still managing to wipe you. Mm-hmm. Though I think is also good because yeah. it also so. The skill difference, but the problem with Overwatch 1 wasn't the skill difference. It was the characters they were. Yeah, it was like, oh, man, we were about to lose. Oh, but he's sick. Well, Brick just rallied. Yeah, but Brick just rallied. Damn, Brick just rallied. And now she's unkillable. We're just yeah. gonna, she's just going to kill. So it's like, but now, but like, I do like that aspect of both. I do think picks should matter, but at the same time, you should be able to carry. If I'm, mm-hmm. let's say I'm playing, and though I doubt this would be something real, and I'm better than the entire other team, I should be able to carry my team. Yeah, especially if you're better than the entire yeah, other team. If mm-hmm. I'm better than the entire, I should be able to carry my picks. It seems like in this game you would be able to do that, though. But at the same time, it's weird because the moment someone died in the game, the team got wiped. Yeah, I feel like it's going to be fight it's gonna in, be character in this little dependent. skirmish. They were getting wiped. The moment one person died. I think there was only one fight I saw. They were playing very on top of each yeah, other. Yeah, they were. Very competitive-like. Yeah. Especially very in the brawling. beginning. Which, I'm sorry. I think they to, were just having fun. I think to go on to another change. To yeah, to go, I'm sorry. But to go on to another change, they started off immediately with Bastion. Yes, and Sombra. Bastion's yeah, so, yeah. biggest change, which is pretty cool. He can now move while he's in his turret. And it's, and it's like an actual ability, so it lasts a certain amount yeah. of time. Yeah. And the cool thing, he shoots very, very rampage-like from, like, an apex. Just boom, 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 Oh, yeah, it's boom, regular boom, fire boom, now. Boom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then his slow. ultimate is a full-blown mortar, mortar which... Which did decent damage when I was looking at Reinhardt's health. It dropped a significant amount. Yeah, and it that also... Was a squishy, 
They would have been, been so much. They would have been eliminated. That's cool. I don't know about eliminated, but they would have done a shit ton of damage. Granted, it seemed like he was just trying to ult to get the fuck off Bastion. Yeah. Because no one was in the fight when he ulted. It was yeah. literally the team standing It's probably there. just him wanting to see it, too. What which, is his ult? Like, I want to switch. Let's ult. Which, it, when you looked at his ult, it was very um, Doomfist-like. Yeah, you chose air, you chose yeah. where you wanted to land your you know and land the mortar and but what's funny is that I think that was what gave Bastion the issue to begin with the fact that he had no more mobility so it was like they switched they gave his ability mobility right yeah but then took the mobility off of his ult yeah, they did, but so I'm not sure how that's gonna work. I think it's a really cool change. Because it adds a little more strategy to playing him rather than, hey, let me sit here and shoot. True, now and now you, you can actually cover, move with him, yeah, though, you too. Move. You can have that Arisa, that yeah. bunker. And at the same you time, know? you also have to be smart. You can't just drop in front of the team and ult. <laughs> you have to hide and go somewhere. True. Another thing that would be kind of interesting is to make it kind of more of a... You can't just do a junk rat and drop in front of the team in mortar. Is may may do, let it do damage to himself, a little yeah, bit, right. some type of damage or stun. Or so something. he can't just drop it on himself. Yeah, because you can't pull a fucking junk, junk rat, rat yeah. jump in the air, all up, and then you land on top of them, bam, and then you kill them, and you're there, and then you can just do whatever you want. Yeah. Granted, I don't see it working. Honestly, I it, he still seems still very weak. Yeah, they're probably we're probably still going to see a few changes to him. They need to do poor Bastion. One other change that I did um notice I had read, but we didn't get to see. Maze gun is no longer gonna freeze people. Okay, so they I'm reading here that they did confirm that fire his fire strike does a bit less damage. Mm, oh, Reinhardt. Yeah, so it's not the seventy five hit two. Yeah, though. that would have been. That's what I was wondering because that would have been crazy. Yeah, if you instantly kill Tracer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Um. Yeah. Uh, Maze gun no longer freezes, and I, from what we know, a lot of those stun, they yeah, removed or changed. We didn't see. Um, I don't know what do you call him, cowboy. I'm kidding. We, we didn't see McCree. <laughs> so from what I'm reading, <laughs> um, talks of calling him McCloud. McCloud. This is weird. Like I understand. I understand the change. Yeah, I understand, but but it's gonna be really so odd. odd. <laughs> it's like His getting used to calling him. So yeah, well. name's McCree. Yeah, yeah it just fits. It fits so well, Jesse McCree. Right. I. Why that guy have to very, be such an why, Why'd they have to come out and say that? They could have kept it to themselves. Let his name still be McCree. No one ever knows why he got his name. Yeah, right. They had to mention which is understandable why they changed it. Mm-hmm. Because it's it's one thing to just give him the name. It's another thing to purposely name him after that right? guy. Yeah, it's like lesson learned. Stop yeah. naming characters in your game that you want to last for a long time. After, after people that you don't know them fully. But then again, <laughs> they thought they did. Yeah. People thought they did. But shit happens. Fortunately, turns out people... Do grimy shit. Yeah. Um, and then another change, Winston. So really cool change. So apparently, Winston now with his bubble, his team will be able to see the um health to his, his uh, bubble. Alternate versions are yeah. And yeah, and his alternate sh- um shooting, uh, is like Zarya, which just brings a whole different aspect to him. Now he's not just like, <clears throat> hey, let's dive here, dive here, 
dive here, and hopefully we're close enough for Winston to do some work. Well, when you know? towards the end of Overwatch one, the way you played Winston was you keep diving in, earn as much all charge as you can, and get ult, killed, yeah. come back, and then just keep doing just that with the nano control. until you get primal primal rage and can. Yeah, like literally, that's all it was. It was you get nano to get your ult. Jump in, get nano, get some all charge. Okay, do it again, get your ult. Okay, jump in, get primal rage, carry. That was literally how it was yeah. when it came to playing Winston towards the end. There was no all. We have to make sure we cut these people off, separate them, dive mm. these people. Nah, it was just go in there, die, get your ult, carry. <laughs> get your ult, carry. <laughs> and it's just like, come on, right? But I, I don't know. Mm. I feel like it's still better than jump in there. Shoot at each other for a few minutes. Yeah. Wait till someone dies. Okay, now push. Uh-huh, that's so true. That's so true. And one other big change, which I didn't... They played her, but the camera, they weren't really on her too often. Um, Zarya. Zarya now has two bubbles, which she did have two bubbles, but the difference is she can choose to throw those two bubbles, let's say, on herself back-to-back, or throw it on two teammates. So it's it gives a little more and it's not just, hey, one bubble for me, one bubble for you guys, especially when you're one person and there's five other teammates. Yeah. So one thing I love <laughs> about that is it makes her more aggressive because when you were watching it, from what I saw, or at least from what that camera angle shown, they never once used both bubbles at the same time. They always had a bubble in their pocket just in case yeah. while using that secondary bubble to be to do yeah. plays and do different things. And it brings a lot more to Zarya. It's now it's just not like, oh, I'm taking damage, let me bubble. Or you're taking damage, let me bubble you. Yeah. Or it's and it's like it kind of gives more of a aggressiveness to her in yeah. a way, which she needs for Overwatch two, but she didn't really need for Overwatch one. Yeah, because Overwatch really one. Imagine her with two bubbles in Overwatch one, bro. Yeah, I I, I it's been a while since we played, but. I remember the last time playing Zarya and just consistently being on that 100% damage yeah. charge That's and because we play melting through people. And people just shoot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's literally all you have Flat to do diamond, in Plat. Yeah. Yeah. Flat Diamond. It's just... Diamond is a little better, but it's just like still... It's still glorified. Glorified Plat. That's what yeah. it is. It's Plat people with better mechanics. And it's just... Playing Zarya at those ranks were kind of easy. You just play with your Rhine. Get mm-hmm. your charge up. Beam people. Yeah, for real. <laughs> Everybody. And then we actually did get a few cool changes to pretty much everyone. I guess you can say to each class. Um, <laughs> Healing or support, now they have a slow health regen. Yeah. Which is pretty awesome. Um, I believe I think Mercy was the only one to have that in the first yeah. one. Um, Our DPS got some movement oh, yeah. increases, They're which is pretty faster. cool. And then our tanks all have Steadfast. They're all, they all are like Reinhardt yeah, where they're a little harder to budge. Also, you take, um, they less ult charge when you fight them, when you do damage them because mm-hmm. they have more health. They do get less ult charge from attacking yeah. tanks. I mean, and they're or just brawlers, huge. They're no and they're, tanks, brawlers. Yeah, brawlers. They literally put the name brawler, literally telling us, oh, there's one strategy in this game, brawl. <laughs> Maybe that was just the issue with the first game. They were trying to throw too many. I But that's kind of dumb. Look at all the great games. Look, okay, not, let's... Put one example of game that's doing awesome right now, Apex. There, though, granted there are strats that are meta, but there are so many different strats you can do, and yeah. they fit really well. And I felt like they were trying to do that. Over, though, okay, 
Because the biggest thing with games right now, they want to make every character playable, every character meta, every character top tier. That's the issue. Yeah. What they, what I think personally they should do, granted this might be easier said than done. I'm not a game game dev. I don't know how easy it is to do this and make balance changes like this. But you should have a set of characters that are easy to play, but have a certain skill cap. These characters, like, for example, Brink, very easy to play, but she shouldn't be viable in top-tier play because she's easy to play. Now, put a character like Ana. Ana should be top-tier because she's very difficult to play. But when you play her right, you can get so much done. She has so much value. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's a direction Apex is going away from, which is very sad. There's a direction they were going in, then decided not to. And that was something I feel like Overwatch 2 should do. Pick the roles. Pick the niche of these characters. Let some characters be viable for for casual play, and some characters be viable for competitive play. It'll help you with your balance, because then you don't have to worry about Brig being OP and high-level of play. Yeah. Or someone like Brig or May being OP and high-level of play, because they're easy-to-play characters. So don't make them good in high-level play. Yeah. Let them be the fun characters that you go in quick play and you play and you'll have a blast playing because it's just fun. Yeah. But when you go into competitive and you want to get serious, you should have those characters that you want to get serious for that are hard to play that force you to learn the game more, not yeah. just do whatever. Yeah, I, I, I remember that being a consistent issue with the first Overwatch, them, always, them wanting to make every single character even. Make every yeah. single character like, hey, you can just pick a character, and no matter who you pick, it'll just work. But yeah, it's like, and it's just like, honestly, I mean, hey, they achieved that goal if they wanted, I guess, for Overwatch too. Yeah, not really, because the freaking OG characters were still basically unplayable. But the problem, the problem, I could, which I could see the reasoning behind wine, wanting to go in the directions, because going in the direction I said, you would have to take a look at the beginning of Overwatch, where they kind of were doing that, and because of that. Dive was <clears throat> the meta for way too long. Mm-hmm. Literally, Dive was the I best. In the beginning, Genji, Tracer, Winston, Diva, Lucio, and I believe it was Zen or Ana. And Zen. that was Ana the meta. Was DLC. That was the meta right there. That Dive comp. I think it was Zen. It was Zen mm-hmm. because I remember Jonak was going in season one. Um, And that was the meta. And that was the meta for way too long. So I understand why they wanted to go in that other direction, but at the same time, you're hurting your competitive integrity of your game. My thing, too, mm-hmm. one thing I had to laugh about is, I sorry, I, we kind of skipped past this, but I should have brought it up earlier, mm. was the, the roles. The roles? The roles, yes. Mm-hmm. They were giving each specific roles passives. Yet the first thing they said when they announced Overwatch 2 was they wanted to get rid of the idea of the roles. Oh, yeah. Yet they're giving each role a passive yeah. to be- better fit their role. I mean, they probably figured they, they probably figured that they, with the way the game's already structured and how everything is, it's like you can't run away from it. You already, you already implanted yeah. it. Yeah, like, but it's, it's just done. like, yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Yet they're like, still trying to get rid of that aspect because brawlers are just DPS with more health. Mm-hmm. Which was literally know. what everyone was complaining about in Overwatch 1. 
something that everyone didn't like about Overwatch 1, that the tanks were becoming just DPS with more health. Yeah, Everyone was complaining about that, and they decided, hey, for Overwatch 2, that's exactly what we're doing, guys. I don't know. Let's see. Hopefully, we get some more gameplay soon, and hopefully, we get an actual release date soon. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> I hope they decide to go back and add more mobile aspects to it. Yeah. Let's see. Maybe maybe this was just like a little little tease. And maybe they just did this on purpose. You know, they, that's like we haven't really had people play it. Let's have some people play it. You know, see what we can take, tweak, I see what we want to. I feel like they were forced to because Blizzard is honestly. Yeah, because Blizzard's like, what's going, what's going on, bro? You have You have all these different games dominating and like. This is the time, you know, esports is 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 really like I'm pretty sure if you used to look at statistics and percentages, you know, on paper, esports is probably going through the roof right now. So it's like, come on, like take advantage. Kind of, you know, what what people that are into crypto and NFTs are arguing, like get in now because you're going to be left behind later if, if you don't, you know, it's like, yo, get on the esport game now, because if too many big games and too many like you're just going to be that yeah. that second tier game that everyone watch watches when the other games aren't playing. Yeah. So the thing is it's funny cuz because of all these cuz of how games have been lately I've been more happy with them taking their time. Yeah, like, man, this whole But for the fact that Blizzard is coming up to them like what's going on guys? Makes me a little suspicious on what they're doing. Like a, it kind of seems like Blizzard went up to them as if they were wasting time. Yeah, they're like, yo, you've been sitting on this game for mad long. Let's because go. think about it. Since that first time they showed us gameplay of the story mode, for what, two years? Nothing was announced. Yeah. Nothing was shown. And the next time they showed something, it didn't even look like they progressed. Yeah, it's like, hey, we changed the, um, what do you call that? The character uh, models. models. And then next time they show us, hey, guys... Gave us a trailer, which was pretty cool. Here's a little cool more trailer. detail on these character models. Like, yeah. okay, where's the rest of the game? And like, oh, oh, we also changed the gun sound. Oh, yeah, and guys, guys, we're changing some characters. So what are the changes? Oh, we don't know yet. Right, and like, even the ones we have, to make what do we have? Game. Four character changes, Ryan, Bastion, Sombra, like just Seriously, a handful of people. Seriously, they said they want to do significant changes to mm. everyone, and so far they've only announced less than a quarter of their roster. Yeah. I don't know. But let's see. Let's see. Honestly, I'm really eager to go on to the next thing because the next thing was pretty crazy. Yeah, I feel you. I just, it's, like, it's, uh, it's just very disappointing because my friends got me into Overwatch. It's funny, and it took them a while to get yeah. me into Overwatch. I think um, a year after its release is when I got into it. Maybe it was a little less than a year after the release is when I... No, I started season four. Season three or season four, so it mm. was a pretty early on when I started playing Overwatch, and I fell in love with the game almost instantly. Yeah, they had me, me play it, and it's funny too. Could never get past the way they did it. The way my friends got me to play it was, um, one of my friends, um, we share accounts with each other, mm. and he bought the game. And he was like, "Bro, download it, play it. We'll play together." We did. I literally in the beginning it was all me and my six friends playing full squads playing and oh like, that's why because you got a yo, taste of it the proper but way we started playing season three season four which in my opinion was almost the peak of Overwatch yeah and it was fantastic I loved it not only the gameplay 
and how fun everything was with the lore and the designs of all these characters. It yeah, I loved the lore. Amazing. The lore so awesome. And now we're in season 30, and the game's uninstalled in my PlayStation. I know, I, yeah, I know. I actually, <laughs> I actually did re-download it the day before. Yesterday. I have it on my PC, and I played it a little bit on my PC, but even then, I played it again with a full stack with my friends. I was bored. That sucks. I was bored. It's like, I wanted to play Genji, but now I was like, nah, because I already know if I pick Genji, I'm just going to get smacked around. Mm -hmm. someone's just I decided to just play Tank. You. And even with playing Tank and having Azari, playing Reinhardt and having Azari by my side, who was literally doing everything to keep me alive, I was getting tossed, literally, literally tossed, literally moved around. Reinhardt wow. was steadfast. I was getting moved around. Stunned, moved. It was torture. Yeah, that's I used why to love playing. I want to get rid of all this PC. It was dreadful. I was just getting bullied left and right, and it's funny too because I was surviving and we were winning. Yeah, it just, but it, it just felt it. like yeah. I was. It felt like the entire time, the entire game was just okay. Keep the Ryan alive while he gets bullied, while the DPS just try. And yeah, hopefully do something. Yeah. Which is like luckily I had one of my friends who's um a master's DPS player, so yeah. he was yeah, so he was, he carrying. was doing stuff. Yeah. <laughs> cool. But let's see what happens. Let's see what happens with Overwatch. Um hopefully it's good stuff. Yeah. But to go on to the next big thing, and it's funny this thing, oh man. So what if? You're what welcome. if Ultron oh, won? I thought you were talking. We're gonna go into the comic. This oh, is, I forgot we didn't even talk about yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. Ultron. Yeah, we were talking. About, we were on Overwatch for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> um, what if Ultron won? And it's so funny. It's like it's like we foresaw this. We saw this story kind of coming. We were speaking about this a few weeks ago. Of of how the MCU just didn't give Ultron his justice and didn't give him his what he could have been capable of, which is taking over the world, yeah. like you know, and not just a city. <laughs> like, I mean, granted, yes, his goal was to destroy the planet with that city, but it would have been a little more cool to see it exactly how What If did it. The where journey. the whole planet was destroyed and you see people trying to survive and he got his Ultron minions flying around. Like, mm. that's how the comic was. That's how Age of Ultron was. Like, he won. It was Age of Ultron. Yes, Age of Ultron. Not, not like, um, here's a few hours of Ultron. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, what the... Like, come on, man. But yeah, so... My the biggest thing with mm -hmm. these what-ifs, honestly, is... Which is honestly, if I think about it now, it's just that MCU's problem in general is they either explain things very stupidly mm -hmm. or there's no explanation at all. Like, how did Ultron kill the Hulk? Yeah, yeah. Well, well let's get well, let's get to that. So the problem, Ultron won, right? They didn't really. What's funny is before we get to him beating everyone, did they specifically say? What decision happened? They didn't, right? No, they just said Ultron. That won. Ultron just won. He just mm -hmm. managed to get Vision's body, and in that scene, that's what that's what was the that's what was the quote unquote decision. Yeah, that was the the changing factor instead of, um, uh, Tony and them stealing Vision's body. Ultron was able to successfully upload himself into the body. So I imagine in that in that scenario, that means Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver weren't in that room at the moment, right? Because they intervened. 
she she Scarlet Witch on on um stopped yes, lady from being so, controlled yeah. and yeah, the scientist. So yeah, big big moment. It was so weird though to see Vision speaking without his voice, without Paul Bettany's voice. I was <laughs> sitting there like Paul Bettany's voice. <laughs> yeah, that was really so... some James Spader, right? No, that wasn't even James. No, I'm saying Spader. they should have like they or even yeah. James Spader. They like... tried to have someone do a similar voice to James Spader, but. You can't imitate James Spader's voice, man. His his voice for Ultron was perfect. It was awesome. <clears throat> he did perfect. Great. But yeah, he he takes the he takes the. What's funny is he he takes over the planet with with just the Mind Stone. Like I mean, he's an AI. He with the full vibranium body. With the full vibranium body on top of a vibranium body because he like threw another like extra piece of armor over that vision oh, yeah, armor that when, like that's when he had the reality stone. yeah um but in that in in him taking over the planet like yeah you talking about him defeating hulk and then also leave the question how did he defeat thor because yeah, um, did they actually go against each other in the movie did they actually i mean like, thor did f- start fighting ultron a bit no it was Vision that fought him. Yeah, Vision came. Hulk was um, Thor was just fighting his little bots while Vision came through with Scarlet Witch, and they were fighting Ultron. Thor never actually went well up from, against from what it seemed. Yeah, he said, "Is that all you got?" And Ultron was just flying there. He said and called in more drones to fight them. Okay, but well check this out. Hulk is probably the main person that I'll leave the question mark after I this explanation, but. We, I guess they never really explained how powerful the stone is in regards to, just say, destruction, him doing the little laser thing. Because um, for all we know, when, when we saw in Age of Ultron, he was legit melting Ultron's vibranium armor when him, Iron Man, and Thor were shooting. It was melting. Remember, he was just sitting there screaming, ah, his face was getting arch. Arm, yeah, the armor, the was, armor was breaking apart. His body was made of vibranium. Yeah, in the end, in Age of Ultron, remember he met with Claw. Yeah, but he, I thought that's what Vision's. Been, that's he, what Vision's body was made you're of. You're right. Not Ultron. He, not Ultron. You're right. And even then, right. it would make sense. They use heat to melt the metal yeah. to shape it. You're right. So if you, even if they were doing that, it's not force that's breaking it. It's heat that's melting it. Yeah, which is understandable. Which I can imagine. The, the only it's kind of. I would must if that if his body was vibranium that would have to be super hot because I would yeah. assume vibranium like, um, has a really high melting point. Yeah, exactly. It's supposed to be the strongest yeah. metal in the comics, but um, yeah, seeing that what the laser can do, I'm assuming Ultron is just uh he just wants to kill everything that's alive. He doesn't care who you are, what you are. So he probably pulled up to the Avengers, and just full like for all we know he didn't. If this was rated R, he would have probably pulled up and cut everyone's head off with that laser. Whoop, done. Who's next? Like, cause he's not—he's not there to talk. He's not there to debate. No. He's not there to. Oh, um, what are you gonna give me to keep you alive? Like, no. But that's the thing. That's how Ultron was. He was cocky. Yeah. And he would have been like that. He would have went up to them, like, explain to me why. I shouldn't kill you. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I gained some enjoyment out of it. Out Hope of you is understandable. To... Thor is understandable because they're not debating. They're fighting. Yeah. They don't <laughs> care. So, but I feel like, and Iron Man, he hated Iron Man. He would have killed Iron Man no matter what. Mm-hmm. The other ones, though, I don't know. Like, it's, it makes sense why Natasha and Clint survived. They were the. Mm, they're the sneaky sneaks. Yeah. 
<laughs> Cap, I could see being a little stubborn. But and at the same time, being smart about it. Not just going straight at Ultron. But from what it seemed like, they didn't even have time to prepare. From what it seemed like, they lost to that broken machine that first pulled up. I don't, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> That's the issue with these episodes being like 15 minutes. It's like we don't really have a context of yeah. like time passing. But the biggest thing with his little laser, which honestly, it really showed the difference, right? So he starts off, he takes over the world with just that stone. And then right when he's done with planet Earth, Thanos pulls up. Thanos pulls up with the rest of the stones. And like a dumbass, he wants to be this macho man. Let me bring, come. <laughs> I'm here. Big difference between him and Ultron. He wasn't willing to kill the entire universe. He was saving the universe. Whereas Ultron was like, no, I'm killing everything. So the moment he came, you know, Thanos thinks I'm going to, you know, I'm the man. I don't I don't need to, mm -hmm. like, and Ultron doesn't play that. Ultron's just willing to kill. He saw the other stones. He was like, all right, cool. Boop. I, I thought it was so dumb. Really you know what's funny? The only reason why I find it dumb is because you dedicated an entire saga. saga to Thanos and what he was capable of and the impact he was going to bring. And then ever since then, in this multiverse saga, you are making him seem like he's useless. Yeah, literally. The stones. Um. He, he <clears throat> I don't know. It, it, first of all, they got a explain that laser just how strong is that laser because that's Corby's what made glaive, me think and how fast is it because corvius glaive easily reacted to it and blocked it with his spear i'm sorry to cause to get into what you're talking about mm -hmm. with the hulk that's the reason it's thanos dying by the laser that made me think okay then maybe the hulk could die from by but the hulk it has too. regeneration that's the yeah. biggest thing with the hulk was yeah you can damage him but his regeneration so brolic and meant nothing yeah and then another thing, too, is if Corvius Glaive is fast enough to react to that laser, Thanos should easily be able to react to that laser. Thanos had all five, had five stones. But should Corvius Glaive be able to react to that laser? Yes. Think about that. Yes, he should. <laughs> Thanos should be even better. You see, that was my thought. I was telling, I was talking about it the other day, and I was like, if, if, if Thanos would have just pulled up guns blazing, not whole, oh, let me make an appearance, just pulled up, ready to fight. That would have been one hell of a fight. And but, he would have obviously won because he had five of the six stones. But that was the point of Thanos. Thanos could pull up like that and whoop ass. He can pull up with his guard completely down. But you'll come at him. He'll still fuck you up. But no, not, not Thanos anymore. Then Thanos, you can have a nice argument with him. And, you right, know, you can bring and him to your him in half. You, that... just have a, you can look at him and shoot a laser at him, cut him in half. You know, fuck that. Yeah, like it, it's just <laughs> they're just they're literally taking the things they built up and just ruining them, and then taking some of the stuff and making them even worse. Yeah, but I'm sorry to get to to get to that. So he takes the stones, and then honestly, I loved how they 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 their imagination of what he can do with the stones. I thought that was pretty cool. Like, obviously, it's not cool destroying the galaxy. He did more than Thanos. But yeah, but yeah, he they, they show like man, he he, what what he do with Captain Marvel when Captain Marvel tried, um, defeating him. Like they were in the core of a planet. Like and then from there he destroyed multiple planets around. Like they showed it wasn't just Thanos snapping and like oh like 
they actually showed detail of what the what the stones can do when he just created his whole army with the reality stone in one swoop. Yeah. Like I was like, holy crap, this is gonna be crazy. <laughs> but that that was the cool part. That was the cool part. And it's also, I, think- I guess, because he's AI. And it's like I think like we said, it's a short it's a yeah. short show, so we don't know <laughs> the time that passes. But the way Ultron was speaking was as if time was passing and he was evolving as time was passing, especially being yeah. connected to the stones. Like, he was evolving even more. I mean, yeah, time has passed because think about that time difference from Age of Ultron to Infinity War. Yeah, exactly. Because Ultron, yeah, that's right. Because um, mm-hmm. um, Thanos pulled up. Yeah. Yeah, so it's like he was just evolving. And who knows? The stones are supposed to be... How do you, how do you, how would you word it? They're, they're, um, they each represent like the core Aspect elements of the existence. So imagine an AI like Ultron fully developing I just into that. Thought of something. Mm-hmm. How did Thanos get the space stone? If it was on Earth and the time stone. He sent, he did send the, huh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, granted, he did send the Black Order Prior. But they would have came through, and the first person they would have saw was Ultron. Was Ultron? And Ultron should have. If, if Ultron defeated is, everyone on Earth, he, he would have had the Time Stone because yep. he would have defeated. He would have had the Space um, Stone. Man, just defeating Shield alone gives him the Space Stone. Yeah, and then defeating Doctor Strange would have given him the Mind Stone, which that alone would have been a nice fight. I'm pretty sure of all the people there, he would have been the one to stand his ground the longest. I don't know. Anyway, let's go on to it. <laughs> because we have another, we have really, I'm about to mention another like big WTF, like, huh? Because after he does all that and impresses us with what he does throughout the galaxy, his evolution brings him to a higher consciousness and is able to literally hear and detect the watcher as his dumbass is announcing him, seeing him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was pretty funny. Yeah, that was hilarious. Because it happened after he grabbed all the stones. Yeah. So he basically had the power of the universe in his hand. It would it makes sense that having that power elevates you to another mm-hmm. level. But why didn't that happen to Thanos? Because, remember, he was sulking with these stones over time and evolving with them. Thanos... No, over time. That shit happened, like, almost instantly in the show. No, but that's what I'm trying to say. We don't know how much time passed in the show, like you said. When he first... When Age of Ultron first started to Thanos coming, that's Age of Ultron to No, Infinity I know, but War. I'm saying he grabbed the stones from Thanos, and while he was messing with it, the Watcher was talking, and that's when he turned around. And who are you? As he was grabbing the stone, he no, just that, made his no, armor. No, that, that was when he won. He was like, I did it. And he's just looking around. That's what I mean. And no, then he created the army. No, no. I, I promise you. It was, in, it was in this scene where he defeated the galaxy. It was right after he destroyed, let's say, that timeline. He's sitting there like, I did it. And he's like trying to kind of taking it in. Oh, and yeah. then, yeah, and that's when the Watcher was like, oh, and then, you know, all this time with this, and then he will see his another, and then that's when he's doing the narration as he's no, it, hearing him. They actually did give us an idea of the time period, because... Did they? Did they? Think about how, how long would it have taken Natasha and Clint to find this guy? Wouldn't have taken them that long. They, there was no... Sig- Yo, there that's was no, so true. There was no hint at them Aging between that whole this whole show, show. It didn't even yeah, show within an, the an show. So process. it's like not much time has passed. Granted, you can argue the whole space and time thing. He was in space, so it was, you know, yeah, time different, different. Yeah, but let's just 
keep it as simple as possible. Not much time has passed on Earth. Meaning, like, this is like, so, there wasn't much time between yeah. all this. Because it seems like they connect time on Earth to time everywhere. Yeah. Like, time passing on Earth means time is passing everywhere. Yeah. In the MCU, apparently. So, there wasn't much time. He was with the Stones for a little bit. And it's, you can argue that, you know, he was already more involved than Thanos. But Thanos was a f- genius. Genius. Who was a master at every type of science there was. And in the MCU, magic and all this space stuff is science. Yeah. It's not magic. It's not yeah, actually it's magic. Yeah, it's like a type of science. It's a that science. Was... So you would think Thanos would reach that level with all the stones too. But he didn't. And then again, also, Thanos got the stones, did his mission, and then just left them. Didn't even bother using them anymore. Yeah. He was just like, alright, I'm didn't done. Didn't fix his arm. Yeah, I know. I'm ass. <laughs> but, yeah, so we get all this. So we get him detecting the Watcher, which is pretty crazy. Um, unexpected. But then another big question mark moment is when he finally does find the um the Watcher. Wait, before we get mm-hmm. into that, that happened. That happened before he fought Danvers. No, that happened after. Before yeah, that, Danvers, right? Yeah. Well, speaking of Danvers, I'm glad you went back to that. I'm really glad how they went from the last episode showing Captain Marvel and her power and how strong she is, to going to this episode and showing, well, to him, she ain't shit. Yeah. Like she's strong, yeah, but there are stronger people. There can be stronger people, yeah. which it's a good thing because I feel like they've been hyping this up. Captain Marvel is strong. It's like, and honestly, it's going to be kind of annoyed because yeah. in the comics, she is not the, the strongest person. No, like, not. there will people that will perfect. slap her. They do her flaws so perfectly in the comic book. Like, and another thing, thing too, is one of the biggest problems with her character and why it's so unlikable. How many times has she lost? The only time she's lost... Well, Thanos punched her out of the rest of Endgame. Yeah, but technically she won. They won. Yeah. Yeah, she got punched, but so did half, more than half of the Avengers. Yeah. They got their ass beat worse than her. And then after that, the only time we we really saw her lose was this. Mm-hmm. This is the only time she lost. Like, it's can't really relate to someone who wins everything. Yeah. Yeah, it's a totally like, it's, un- it's, it's it's hard to like be hype about someone who's you you see them fighting like oh they're probably just gonna win, like no we want to see that struggle we want to see them grow and get stronger we don't want them at their strongest already yeah and we it's want development and what makes it more annoying is the character even knows it and then carries that cockiness yeah. almost like Tony and it's like that Which cockiness awesome, that Tony she was had like that in the comic book. yeah <laughs> but it's like but like you said it's annoying when. She's, yeah, give her that cockiness. Yeah. But that doesn't mean she has to win yeah. all the time because she's cocky. It's like, yeah, as long as you're cocky and confident, you'll win. You got it. Don't worry. Yeah. Like, look <laughs> what they did to Thor. In the first Avenger, he clashes with Cap Shield, a mere human, and it stuns him. Like, whoa. whoa. Like, what is that? Now, nah, if she mm. would have done that shit, she would have been like, what? You did that shit? Punch yeah. you. <laughs> Like mm-hmm. so, no respect, nothing. She's literally just an un- unlikable. She's not a warrior. Character. She's just an unlikable character overall. That is. Like 
It's probably why they did it. It's one thing to make her personality not likable. It's another thing to just make everything about her unlikable. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, hey, that's probably how she wrote, how she's written. And if that's how she's written, actress is doing this well. Hopefully they're not. Hopefully. Yeah. We get to see her starting to lose. And I wouldn't even care if she humbles up or not. I just want to... I honestly want to see her lose so she can start to gain some type of development. Yeah. And not just be a stagnant character that's just called upon when they need it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so true. It's like they're treating her like the way they treated Sentry in the comics. Um, no, they treated her They treated her like how they treated, they treated Sentry. Every yeah. time there was a big moment where it's like, oh my God, we need like the strongest person. The, Get Sentry, hurry. But the thing about Sentry like, is he wasn't this almighty, all-powerful mm-hmm. thing that can just come through and just win the fight for them like Captain Marvel does. He struggled. Yeah. Not physically Internally, but mentally yeah. he struggled there were times where he didn't go out to fight because he knew he couldn't because he couldn't control himself but carol danvers nah fuck that oh you need my help bet i'll whip anyone's ass that's true one little <laughs> thing then, to point, and she does one little thing to point out that they got that they gave us was they flipped the roles for natasha and uh and clint and their deaths yeah. had him had him uh Jumping down, yeah. Yeah, the robot arm. But yeah, their solution, their solution after the world was destroyed was for Natasha and Hawkeye to have the um Doctor Zola's old program, kind of hack into. I don't know shit about computers, so I don't know how much of that makes sense. Yeah, he um, had an old program hack into a completely evolved AI that had control over every piece of technology throughout the entire world, possibly even the universe. And this one man who's been stuck in a computer since the 1960s was able to hack into him and almost do a lot. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> that that scene was confusing. I guess maybe they just wanted some way to bring Zola in. Maybe, I don't know. Or even just put even a simple, oh, he evolved the two while being in there. Yeah. Like. Yeah, something, right? <laughs> but it doesn't even matter because they do all that for yeah. nothing. Um, because Ultron was the hive mind who wasn't even in the universe anymore. Yep, because in, in that moment, that's when he's fighting the Watcher. Mm-hmm. He's in between the universes or whatever you want to call it, the Void or whatever. They didn't really give it a name. But um, they didn't give it a name. Yeah. But now, okay, it's cool. He's he's evolved, conscious. He's the Watcher. We finally get to see the Watcher in action, which is pretty cool, or at least defending himself, which would be like every monk, like you know, non-interfering, um, person. Yeah. Which but, was interesting because they never showed that in the comics. Yeah, never did. Which is really cool. Yeah. The moment he put the armor on, mm-hmm. I was like, let's go. <laughs> um, <laughs> but how the hell did the stones work? Like, literally, that's the part that I couldn't let go of since the moment I watched it. Loki implemented that rule. The Loki TV show implemented that rule. If the stones are not in their respective universe, they will not work. How? Like, and honestly, you can't even tell me, oh, he grew past another. No, you gave us, like, a rule for the multiverse. Yeah, a rule that was beyond each universe. Yes, exactly. A rule that was it that it made the mad titan insignificant. So it's like and all of a sudden Ultron like yeah, we did want to see Ultron come back at his potential, but like now you like they over what is it they overcorrected. Yeah. Like now it's just like now you're you're Making your going rules. Yeah. And it's like come on, like don't it's just I don't know, it makes things confusing. I feel like 
the all these writers and idea people they just need to sit down and solidify some of their stuff like the whole aspect of time with yourselves get it down and then once you have it down in an idea how you want it to work yeah like explain just it do it no don't explain it that's what i'm saying like have your structure because no, obviously yeah, no, time yeah, travel yeah, yeah. all this shit have is your fake. structure explain so it to like, yourselves yeah make yourselves understand what you're talking about but don't explain it. Don't explain it. Do not do what you've been trying to do. Go down and explain the aspects of time and the way the multiverse. Stop it. In the comic books, there's a reason why the comic books never explained it. Mm-hmm. And when they did, they stopped. Because they started to realize the further you go into it, the further it's not gonna it's just not gonna make sense. Mm-hmm. Because they because tried to make time travel the the day, and multiverse the same. Yeah, at the end of the day, none of this is real. So you can't put an explanation to mm-hmm. it. So you trying to do so is just gonna confuse people. Mm-hmm. You trying Solidify to solidify it rules. in your own minds. Do it. Stop trying to explain all this stuff. Try and put reasoning behind all this, all that aspects of it. The one thing I want explained is you know you know how people died, things like that. Things yeah. you can explain, but like something as big as that. Like yeah, stop trying like, to make sense of it because it's not it's not gonna happen. And it's like they now now look at this now they put that rule in Loki and now this thing comes out now you just broke your rule mm-hmm. because you limited the stones. You know, and you, <laughs> that was a loud car. Lord, that was a loud car. <laughs> um, uh, and what gets me is I have yet to see anyone online talking about this. I'm on Twitter like every day for like a very long time. Mm-hmm. Well, it's because most of the most of the fans that you read on on social media are the fanboys that don't care for any of these mistakes. It, it's mind blowing. It's mind blowing. I'm like, how how when are we talking about this? When are we gonna bring this up? That he's using the stones, not in his universe. And then at the end, I'm sorry, at the yeah. end of Party Thor. This episode don't even make sense with that. In the end of Party in of Party Thor. Ultron pulls up to where Thor is, and and the Watcher's like, oh shit, what the hell's going on here? But then now the next episode comes out, Ultron never went there, but yet the Watcher has seen him. You you kind of you you see what I'm saying? Like it, it, the it, only thing I can think of is each of the universe actually has their own Watcher. That all of these Watchers we've been seeing are different. You are think different? they're different? Even though they sound the same, think about it. From what I, in the comic books, I'm if I'm not mistaken, they were one. They were kind of one of ones. Uatu was Uatu of all universes. Yes, yes, yes. But they were one of ones. But this one doesn't seem like they're doing that. And this one, it seems like each, and no, each one has their individual. They work. are because where he was that little void area, yeah, he but, was watching all the timelines. Like, but like place. you said, it seemed like it was a completely different watcher when Donald Trump pulled up. I have a f- honestly knowing the cartoon, they're just gonna ignore the ending of that episode yeah. and act like this episode yeah. is what really happened, mm-hmm. which is like, like we've been saying this. This show has been kind of bringing things that's back like, and that's forth. That's something you can. That's something you could have explained. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. Or just have it like me. I don't know. Explain maybe like, just so I'm coming. The, the, from what I know, the watchers show. aren't beyond time. No, they're not. So you could have made the idea. Oh, he went back in time before the watcher knew about him with the time stone yeah but at the same time it doesn't make sense because he's going to another universe yeah not even they were fighting like so when they actually start 
fighting, fighting, and Watsu got his armor on, like, they're literally punching through univ like through the multiverse. Like they're they're throwing each other through the multiverse, and it's like, I don't know. I that whole fight, I'm just thinking about the stones. Like how 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 are you doing that? And and then granted, how are you doing that and no one's yeah. noticing in any of those timelines? Well, before we continue, I want to add a little context to this. The reason why we're so bothered by all of this is because they did confirm that all of the what if episodes are canon. Yeah, that this so show is like, canon to the MCU. So yeah, it's like, so it's like you're gonna make all of this canon. You're gonna make all of this a part of the actual MCU. And unlike Visions, which was all f not canon, mm -hmm. you're making all of this canon, and you in this canon, you're breaking your own rules. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, like it it doesn't make sense. And and then honestly, this whole thing, if this is canon, this is actually this should significant affect the live action MCU. Yeah, drastically. This is huge, and unless they're making this a part of the multiverse of madness, which is kind of cool. Maybe we can talk about this in the future, and another in next week's episode. Um, I was I only saw the title of it, and it was a video. I don't remember the account. I wish I did, but the the title said, "Um, what moment truly broke the multiverse?" Oh yes, I did see that it when it was. I I saw the thumbnail of that. It was Loki. WandaVision, uh -huh. Doctor Strange, Spider-Man. I feel like it's just the um as Kevin Feige Kevin Feige's favorite word, the culmination <laughs> of um <laughs> of all the moments I think would end up being that like we'll probably have that nail in the coffin moment where like this was really they'll tell us, you know, that was the moment. Yeah. Because even in that conversation we can go more into Nexus beings. Yeah. Why Wanda was more significant than going to Loki's on why that was significant, mm -hmm. and then hopefully this gives us a, a significance yeah. as to why you know, and, and hopefully this even gives us Ultron. Multiverse back. of Madness Two also explains a little further yeah. as to what broke the multiverse. This is true. This is, is true. Was it because it's like they're making it seem like it's more than just them passing the threshold? Yeah, from Loki. Yeah, it's making it seem like it was more than just that that broke everything. Yeah, no. especially from. What it seems like they're purposely lining all these events up with each other. Remember the time mm -hmm. for WandaVision was exactly the time for Loki. Like, they literally lined up perfectly with each other from that crossing the threshold and yeah. her doing that whole thing and making mm. her, her little realm. Hmm. We got to pay attention to that in Doctor Strange, yeah. maybe in that and moment when he does the spell. And it's at the same Wait. time. It's Spider Man. Yeah. I'm sorry, Spider Man. No. Because in Spider-Man, it takes place years after yeah, WandaVision. True. It's interesting. I don't know. I guess we'll see. But speaking of Doctor Strange, the episode ends with him, Watsu, pretty much in a way not being able to hold his own yeah, against sort of. this new evolved Ultron. Yeah, he ran. Yeah, he ran <laughs> and slapped and then choom, disappeared and then goes to get help from the evil strange well yeah, i guess evil. formerly evil strange he, he was evil and remember yeah. he, it kind of stopped when he absorbs himself back yeah yeah it's like his good side came yeah. in and he was like because yeah, she said she purposely split it the ancient mm -hmm. one said she split it from him so that's gonna be crazy man that's gonna be a want to and then that uh I, honestly i could probably you could probably say the more buffed up dr strange he absorbed all those beings he still has all their power in him Oh yeah, he's super brolic. He was evolved just like Ultron. He yeah. was able to hear the watch. Yeah. 
So that's gonna be this gonna be one hell move. of a fight. Watch her knew how strong he was. Yeah. I just love that moment though, because he's like, You're not a god, neither am I. Yeah. It's funny that he's like, I wanna hear you ask me for help. <laughs> so you said I wasn't a god. Uh-huh. <laughs> right? Oh, <laughs> uh, you gotta love Doctor Strange, man. But yeah, I guess we'll see what the significance to the MCU is. But the next thing, our next thing, this Darth Vader comic, twenty twenty series. Yes. It's still still uh running. Still going, it's still yeah. running till to this day, I, I haven't read the last, I want to say, two to three comics. I've only watched, well, watched, I've only read up until pretty much where the movies are. Like, let me rephrase that. We got a, I've read up to where we got a hint of what's to come in the future. I was going to say, yeah, because um, Vader yes. was, has been dead for years. So, look, our comic starts off. Um, I'll I'll throw a little detail in if you want to like kind of buff it up a bit. Um, it's just it's a it's just a moment. This is happening just after Vader asked Luke to join him in taking over the galaxy. Luke said no, and now Vader's on this mission to actually try to find out what happened to um Padme. Yeah, and he goes, and it's pretty cool because throughout the comic. We get those different panels of like flashbacks and it's literal flashbacks from the movies, from the prequel movies. And I'm like, this is so awesome. They even have this, the, the characters and everyone look like them from the movies and it's great. And he goes back to um, Padme's old like, you know, place when she was when she was running things. And we see one of her doubles, which in the in the comic and in, initially. They don't tell you it's a double, and that's exactly how the comic ends. So I can't imagine if you were one of those people reading this comic week by week or month by month. Yeah. Like, oh my God, Padme's still alive? What the hell? But then in the next comic, they explain yeah. that it's one of her doubles. And then we even see some of the people that were helping her. I don't remember a lot of their names because a lot of them were kind of, I guess you could say, minor characters, but um, people from the prequels that were helping them. Yeah, like what the was it? Soldier. Yeah, like when they were a security guard. Do you remember his name? I don't remember. His I don't name. remember his name, but in this he has a. I don't remember. Did he have an eye patch? Because he no, had an eye patch he now. Didn't. Yeah, he had an eye patch now. Which, granted, think about the time that's passed. Yeah. So, um, Luke's a grown man, like. Luke's a grown man in this comic. Yeah, because this comic takes place right after he asks Luke for his Luke help. Luke wasn't a grown man at that time. But you know, like he's not a little boy. Like you know, oh, he's an adult. Okay. Like yeah, he's a, he's he, an adult. He's like, like, he's in his teens, yeah. Teens, yeah. Now, universe, you're a grown man. You're 17 years old. True. <laughs> I don't want that nine. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> you've grown. Um, but, yeah, he finds her and finds a lot of those other minor characters that were in the prequels. And then they all wind up having the same mission. What happened to Padme? It's, it's mind-blowing because it, it reveals that Obi-Wan didn't tell anybody. No, they said Obi-Wan didn't tell anyone. They didn't. Okay, I'm very... Like, I haven't watched the Star Wars movies in a while. You have to remember, he didn't want everyone to know Anakin betrayed the Jedi Order because that would have... People would have lost hope. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Because Anakin was the hero of the Clone Wars. Imagine that the person who everyone looks up to, even the soldiers, the hero of the Clone Wars, you come out and be like, "Yeah, he betrayed everybody." Like, I, how do you want to like have yeah. hope after that? Like the yeah. person who you thought was gonna stop this caused it. Mm-hmm. 
And the, the biggest mind-blowing part is like so he he gets he gets to the place to try to um find out what happened to Padme sees all of them then it winds up revealing they're on the same mission they want to know what what they they want to avenge Padme mm-hmm. and then they reveal they also want to avenge her guardian Anakin Skywalker and you just there like what like and then you're reminded like holy crap that's right no one knows yeah. that Vader is Anakin and he's standing right in front of you. And you're talking about how you want to avenge him. And the great part is you start to see that Vader was having that pull toward the light little little bit here and there. When when he sees the double in the comic, the way they depict that he's like looking at her, it's like He was falling in love with her. Yeah, he was falling exactly. He's seeing Padme again and he's just like he didn't want to hurt her and in fact he was willing to protect her. You know, and willing to go on this mission with all these people who were his by enemies. his side, his were, enemies. Yeah, but they were they were his yeah. allies at one point. That he was fighting by their side yeah. at one point. So it's like, and now we get to see it again, and they they go on this little mission again, and it was pretty cool. I forgot. I was damn. I I had damn. I had a really good segue into the next thing too, and I fucked it up super hard. <laughs> but. Interesting enough, he does all this against Palpatine's will. Palpatine was not a fan of this mission at all. And this is where it gets confusing because I remember we had this discussion. He winds up, it winds up being, in this comic, we wind up seeing that while Vader was alive and around, Palpatine was working on this army and this whole project that he was working on in the Ray story. How much time has passed? Since Vader dying to the Ray story, you know, a long time, long time. You know, so it's like, it a long I time. feel like this comic was a way for them to try to save the movies. Of like they gotta have the, at the end of the day, these movies are not going anywhere. They're yeah. canon, so they gotta have to do what they can mm-hmm. to fix. Basically, yeah, pretty yeah. much fix the shit that people don't like. So, shit that came out of nowhere. do you want to put more context as to what I'm talking about here with the um with what Palpatine was working on during the Vader comic? So, it was just like in the movie, he had that whole place in Exegol, which was said to be a place only Force users, mainly Sith, can go to using the holocron. What not the holocrons? What did they call them? I forgot. No, I think that's I think that's literally the name. That wouldn't make. I no, guess, I guess not. No, I'm saying if it is, it just it's just weird because Holocron was just a device used by Force wielders to store info. Mm. So it's like the fact that they put this whole rule where there's two of them and only these specific people, and that's just weird. Then it's like a key to get mm-hmm. moved in. Like, because no, that's Vader, not, that's not what a Holocron was. Mm-hmm. A Holocron was literally a thing for information. They were Holocrons everywhere, made by Jedi's and yeah, kind of like a USB. That. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, kind of like a <laughs> And um, yeah, because in, even in like they had a one of the holocrons had a list of Jedi's at one point, a list of future Jedi's people, force sensitive people. Mm. And basically, he was just building this army because he wanted to do one big swoop and take over everything, and that includes the outer rim, so mm. Jabba's place, the freaking mm. gang's place. He wanted to take everything in the galaxy. And that's why he was setting up this all up in Exegol in a place only technically only Sith Lords 
can go to, which is technically only Sith Lords can go to, but you know, he has an army in there. An army of normal people yeah. too at that. <laughs> and the Unless big... they were born, raised there, and never left there. Yeah, right? Exactly. And that would make sense. But the only, the biggest, like, confusing part to it is, which we, we don't get a sort of any explanation at all. When we saw it in the movie, right? We see, if you see the clouds and you see all the ships there and... In the comic book, there's literally like a creature guarding all that oh, in yeah. space. That Vader even Vader in this comic shows some feats that like, you know, are unheard of. For example, what what what's the name of the big lizard that lives um that we saw in uh in the movies with Jar Jar? Remember, they were like, oh um the only um the the sea creature. Oh, like those little thing. Yeah, those things. big ass yeah, sea creatures. I remember. Um, that apparently nothing. They're the dominant species of the ocean, and nothing else can eat it other than a bigger one of the same species. Mm. And Vader winds up being the first person on paper to actually kill one. And then his robot companion, you know, likes like to remind him that he just decreased the uh mm-hmm. the for the fertility rate for them by eighty three percent. <laughs> the extinction, the the, yeah. the 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 so oh, God. In the beginning of this comic book, it said this happened during what movie? It didn't specify the literally the comic starts it said during the with first... Vader talking to Luke and so that about was the joining first him. Fight, and that was when he was hanging, and he was like, oh, "Yes." So that happened in Empire Strikes Back, and that's and I actually looking was watching back into it, and that whole description is exactly how it happened in the movie. He told him, "I'm your father." Joined me, and he said no, and he left. Okay, yeah, because so nothing was changed so far. Okay, from the movies to the comic book. Okay, There's no so my thing is 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 Exegol, like so that that was just they added that. Yeah, because they were like in the old movies. Yeah, because they were like, how do we make this make sense in the movies? Oh, let's write a comic series, make it seem like Palpatine has been working on it the whole time since Vader was alive, actually. Yeah, you know, and it's like okay, I guess, but the cool thing is it, one, it's a better mm-hmm. explanation. Then he got all these ships so fast and built so fast. Mm-hmm. No, he didn't. He's been working on this since since forever. Vader was around. Maybe yeah. even before. For all yeah. we know, because remember in that part of the comic books, he had a bunch of ships already made mm-hmm. and finished. And then a big de- another detail they add is he has a giant cr- uh, kyber crystal. That's how he's powering yeah. a yeah. lot of this, and it's like it's an enormous crystal. We don't see any of that in, in, I don't know, I, I think as good as this series was, and the series left me like on my toes, because I'm watching and like, I'm watching it, <clears throat> reading it, I swear, whenever I'm reading a comic, it feels like I'm watching a movie. Um, Yeah, I'm reading through it, and like, it's cool and all, we're seeing, we're really seeing that struggle with Vader, good and dark. Yeah, it's something um, that he's always struggled with. Yeah. Which is cool, because... Something they didn't really go into much in the prequels. Yeah, they didn't at all. Originals. It was just, it was, oh yeah, the originals. Yeah, yeah. they never really went into that much. It was just until the end. what the very end. Yeah. yeah, Return of the Jedi was when he was kind of going that back and forth, trying yeah. to fight with himself. But other than that, he was just evil. Mm-hmm. So and yeah, that's where we get here. We get him that back and forth. But it's an awesome comic. I love the artwork. I love the. Uh... You're such a savage. Vader is a complete savage. <laughs> I love it. Like, it, it just... That bounty hunter went to kill him, and he was just like, shut up. Okay, now I'm going to yeah, you and you're going to be my pet. Let's go. <laughs> and it, What's funny is, and throughout this comic, too, 
where we get that um we we really see the issue with the Sith with the with them consistently betraying one another. Yeah. You know, cuz Vader this whole time he asks Luke, "Hey, join me." Vader already has in his mind you know, I need to at some point get rid of Palpatine. Yeah, he had that since the beginning. You know, yeah, and then Palpatine has the same thing in his mind. I you need know, to at some point get rid of remember, Vader. Um, in the movies, in the in the prequels, he's telling he tells Padme, "We can get rid of Palpatine. I'll have my own empire." Mm-hmm. He was from the beginning. He was planning on not and removing Palpatine, and it's understandable, and it's why Pelagus, um, uh, Palpatine's master. Did the uh, yeah, yeah, Darth Plagueis, the ones, yeah, Yeah, it's Plagueis. Um, it's the reason why he hated the rule of two because he felt that's what it brought, it brought that competition that Mm -hmm. made Sith wanted to kill Sith. Whereas, yeah, because they look at Jedi, there's multiple Jedi, everyone, there's a a balance. Jedi don't really, yeah, care for power, they're not supposed to, at least, yeah, they're not supposed to, at least, right? Um yeah, I want I'm gonna continue it. I don't know what's where I'm up to. It ended right with pretty much this whole thing because because Vader goes on his quest to find out what happens with Padme. Palpatine gets tight because he's like, "Yo, that wasn't your mission." So his punishment was, "I'm gonna cut off your arms and your legs <clears throat> again." Bring you back to and then I want you to figure out how to pretty much get to me. So and on top of that, he sends the bounty hunter. Which Vader uses most of the things to his advantage and is able to conquer through all of it. Told him not to it. use the Force either. Yeah, and told him not to use the Force, which in the end, he does it anyway. Because he thinks to himself, who the hell are you to tell me I can't use the Force because it's Vader? You know, he's thinking to himself, yeah. like, fuck off. Like, who are you? Um, Which was Palpatine's plan. That's exactly what Palpatine wanted. Mm. Palpatine was like, I, I need, I need a... I need to strengthen, you know, I got to buff you up again. You get a little squishy on me. You get a little soft, so. (laughs) Which is funny because Palpatine, unlike the other previous Sith Lords, didn't accept that his student would eventually kill him. Yeah. That's why he tried so hard to be immortal. Mm -hmm. See, in the old ones, more often than not, if the student did surpass the master the masters usually accepted it they took the duel they died with honor yeah palpatine refused he palpatine was like, Hell refused. No. from what i was <clears throat> reading palpatine had so many apprentices and he did not care for them at all he let them die maul dooku yeah was just two of them dooku was a perfect example dooku was awesome Dude. and i wish they would have gone to him a little more yeah. In the prequels. I would. I want. I think they do have a comic book about him, and I want to read because he said some pretty. You read my mind because I was thinking that reading this, I was like, man, because the prequels, you know, the 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 old movies are cool, but it's like not visually appealing as much as newer stuff. So I don't know. I feel like well, the for prequels look better. Yeah, I, I mean, like for the, but I feel like the lightsaber battles were so subpar in the sequel. Well, I'm just thinking about like seeing Vader again. Okay. You know, seeing well, Vader one, again oh. and. Yeah, that you know, was like amazing. So reading this comic was refreshing. Getting to yeah. see Vader and getting to dive into it. But yeah, that's all we got. We're not talking Carnage today or Venom. I keep calling the movie Carnage because it's introducing Carnage. But well, one because we haven't seen it. Oh yeah. We'll and two, it um, I don't know. I didn't. I didn't know how I felt about 
talking about it two days after or like three or four days after it came out half of the half of fans probably haven't even seen it yet i mean um, you, i mean i was scrolling through youtube yesterday and someone already posted the clip of the after credits so disappointing literally and it's like it's not like it, there was a thumbnail blocking it saying oh spoiler after credits no it literally the first thing was the picture was the spoiler so of course it was it's a thumbnail and it's just like damn really what if you what if uh-huh because and it's funny too because that account i don't even know never seen that account i don't follow that account and it just came up and it just randomly came up on my feed luckily i was already spoiled with that I already knew what the after credit was, but it's kind of fucked up to people that didn't. Yeah, I think what 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 happened with this thing of like, hey, when something comes out, you only have three days to watch it, and if not, we're gonna spoil everything. It's because people don't <laughs> understand that sometimes it comes to schedule, yeah, even money. Not everyone can go see it the first weekend. Yeah. And they don't understand that people have this mindset, oh, if you're a true fan, you'll find a way. No. Life comes first. Yes, absolutely. Life comes first. No matter what you're a fan of. Like life comes first. I worked all unless weekend, the, I unless see that it. is your job. Mm-hmm. Understandable. Yeah, exactly. Understandable. Exactly. Your job is to watch those movies. I can completely understand you're gonna watch it your first mm-hmm. weekend. You're probably but, getting paid to go see it. <laughs> yeah. But it's just like you expect all these people who are fans and you consider them not not real fans because they can't literally can't see it mm-hmm. that first weekend like nah i don't agree with that at all yeah that's true like give people time a week honestly that, that's another reason why i didn't want to do it yet i'm like even though yes other other pages and other people do it i'm not gonna be that but i don't want us to be those people yeah. i don't want us to be that and person. it's just like honestly i feel like even a week can be argued because, yeah, because someone we'll ha- like it's us, 90 days in theater but think about think about it this way someone like us who have worked literally a week, two weeks straight. Mm-hmm. Who just have like literally working all day, <laughs> every day. It's just like, we understand that, you know, sometimes you literally don't have time. Mm-hmm. Like, literally all you have time for is to come home yeah. from work and fall asleep. Wake up, go to work again. For come do, for, your, like, do, do your chores, take sometimes. care of your children. Yeah. And then and it's back like, to Yeah, work. of course, legally, you're not allowed to do that. But sometimes you feel the need like you have to. Mm-hmm. And, to say, and to bash people for doing shit to help their lives. It's like, you're being an adult. What's wrong with you? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you're being an adult. What's wrong with you? You're choosing your life over going to watch this movie. What's wrong with you? You're not a real fan. Like, You're not. I guess we're not real fans. But I guess we'll be real fans next week. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes, if you are watching on YouTube, comment down below. Let us know what you guys think of all this stuff. Which, you know, we're 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 getting our grip of podcasting and not YouTubing. If you so have any cool. ideas of what we can talk about, yes, comments. Go on Instagram, DM shows, movies that you want to see us do an episode about. Let us know, and we'll watch it. We'll get into it. We'll give you our opinions on it. Yeah, yeah. Comment, like, subscribe, follow, whether it be on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Apple Music, all that good stuff. Yes, and we'll see you Music, all. Spotify. Spotify, yes. yes I always forget Spotify. Spotify. Spotify, yes. See you on the next one.